Hello, this is Andre and Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills. Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. Good evening, Andre. Good evening, Anita. Are you high speed energy and very awake? Specifically speed, yeah. <laughs> Since <laughs> That's what I'm sitting here about. with you, speed comes to mind. Actually, no, I'm not that speedy. Am I? I mean, at times I might be. Yeah, I, but I wouldn't many call times it I'm speedy, not. more like turbo hectic. <laughs> okay. Oh, this, this is almost like criticism or something. No, 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 no. It, it's, it's not constructive, it's, but... <laughs> Well, it's, it's, I've, I've been thinking a long time how to um, you know, approach you on that particular subject. And, and hey, you know, you this is what I down. came up with. No. Um, well, <laughs> starting with some hectic more points. Uh, no. I'm just let, trying to like erase the energy because so many times we're just very tired at the evening. That's right. And uh, today is Sunday, mm. which is, um, you know, like the whole week's been gone. And now on Monday, the whole normal um, hectic, so, so let's turn the hectic into excitement, okay? Yes, that's better. Yeah. Exactly. Go that way. And the last time, it, we just had to recheck what we were talking about because we knew that today it's going to be like a second part of something. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we had to this is go how, back and how, like, how hey, well prepared we are. Yeah, I know. We're not so well prepared, so please have some patience with us. Mm -hmm. And because so many times I'm preparing other stuff, in the meantime, because mm -hmm. I have another podcast, which is in German, and it's more, let's say, it's more calm, and I'm well, only talking about myself. And there's a and key ingredient missing. Boring? No. What are you talking about? There's a key ingredient a missing podcast, in or? your podcasts. Um, it's active. I'm, I'm going to give her no. two, three minutes to actually come to the conclusion. That, uh, what what could be myself? missing from your podcasts? You. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I thought I was talking about this before because mm. I said it was my podcast in German. And yeah. I don't know. I didn't say we. It's our. I'm sorry. But yeah. never mind. And therefore, let's go back. And we think we're still we're talking about 25 different ways of how to improve your grit. Grit. Your growth mindset. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, sometimes I'm like interchanging these kinds of no, words. I think grit is really important. If you've ever read grit is very important. the Preacher comics, yes. then yeah, grit is really important. Oh, I don't know the Preacher comics. Well. Gonna have to get dick into them. I don't know. <laughs> well, you could. But well, Aaron did. I, well, I guess grit I is something. He yeah, he did? Yeah, I think he knows he did. Preacher? Yeah. Interesting. Um, you kind of fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Preacher Comics. This is what we're doing advertising for. But yeah. so, if you want to pay well, us, it's please. a family podcast, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So don't read it until you reach the age of eighteen. Yeah. But if you're new, please go back, mm -hmm. check out number one, and we're going to talk about the part two of twenty-five ways to improve your grit growth. slash growth mindset slash uh, endurance slash how to improve yourself. Yes. There you go. Pretty much. Okay, so we're starting with number eleven now. Re sorry, uh, reward actions, not traits. Tell students when they're doing something smart, not, not. just being smart. Okay, this tell students like the when definition. they are doing something yeah. smart, not yeah. just being smart. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And where's the difference? When somebody's saying something smart, then you're uh, saying, oh, uh, is that his trait? Is it something that he is, like that's his internal smartness quality? Smartness as a trait. Actually, is it doing something smart? I, I'd go and say, if you show smartness, then you did it by saying something, acting in some some way, or sharing a story where we can all deduct, okay, there's a certain level of smartness um, probably there. So, But I then, think, how do you distinguish if this is something that... I don't think smartness is a trait, let's put it that way. Smartness. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to reword this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'd rather say if someone is attentive and... Where you can notice, you know, he really has paid attention. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's saying something smart. Mm-hmm. Rather than he's quite intelligent. And that's why he has something to contribute. Or because somebody has a great interest in this topic. And has read something about this beforehand sometime. Yeah, well, there's, there's a difference between um, smartness and, uh, you know, being well read. Or knowledgeable. I know. You know, smartness, yeah. to me, it, it's more... Um, But then that's something that you're not, if you're, if, if it's not well read, you know? Mm, yeah. But rather smartness in the moment where you have something to contribute in the moment because you have like a great idea that fits very well into the topic. Mm, yeah. That's pretty much, impo- like that's not something that you, it might be attentiveness, where you actually paid attention, you wanted to know something about it and you wanted to p- contribute, which is something that you should acknowledge. Mm. Um, but I'm pretty sure this is something that is uh, like your trait. I mean, that you are able to come up with these kinds of ideas. And being well-read would be, Just according to this article, mm. would be more the kind of thing that you would acknowledge and you would praise Because that's something that somebody actually did where he took an effort, where he just didn't use his traits, but rather he was putting an effort into it beforehand. Well, again, I think the the title says it all. Yeah, you should, you know, judge by actions and not by by traits or maybe perceived traits. Yeah, Hmm? I think it's hard to distinguish. Because many times, you know, the smart pe- oh, well, the uh, smart kids well, are going to come up with smarter things. Yeah, you know? here's, here's, here's the thing. Um, you could be really smart and say a lot of smart things. And uh, well, all your ideas are profound and they have a certain ring to it and everyone kind of agrees. But if no one is acting on those ideas and if you are not, well, the one who is having those ideas is not acting on it and just putting it out there and, you know, laying back, then you would not like... Um, um, reward that student. Okay, Maybe. stop. Yeah. yeah, but then we're talking about a student relationship thing. Well, oh, a pair. Yeah, you know, a pair. You know, because, well, this room could yeah. be cleaned up this way and that way, and that would really make sense. <laughs> Instead <laughs> of, you know, just cleaning the room up and showing how, how smart you can do that, you know, mm-hmm. and then showing everyone, yeah, that should made sense. You used yeah. a vacuum cleaner instead of your toothbrush. So, yeah, that's progress. You took know. it back into the parenting room instead of yeah. the teacher, uh, teacher yeah, you perspective. Can, you can wherever, but but if you just run your mouth off and a lot of smart things come out, yeah. but you They're don't do anything about yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and this is something where I think uh, this is like it, it's a, a better um, the better application room would rather be like the family house mm -hmm. rather than the uh, student or teacher or school yeah. room in a sense because they cannot really judge on whether the student is actually acting on these kinds of ideas True. or not. Yeah. But let's um, continue. Number 12. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Redefine genius. The myths about the myths been busted. Genius requires hard work, not talent alone. Okay, so we. That's what they're just saying. I would like to see some we, resources. Is there? We'd say hard work is kind of a genius way to. No, I don't get it. Yeah, because I don't know. I, okay, I'm... again, the same with the with the point in front uh, before. Um, you can have a lot of knowledge, and you can you know have maybe genius, but if you don't act on it, if you actually do something with it, you know, be it write a book about it, or instruct others, or uh, go ahead and, and and set certain things in motion yourself, then it's kind of lackluster. It's kind of meh, you know. Okay, let's go back and. I told you about this uh, study on music about Mozart. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, would you say yeah, Mozart? Yeah, he had genius. Like he mm -hmm. really was genius. Yeah. And now we have to redefine it by saying he was genius because he also acted on his talents and was composing now, music. How, how, yeah, composing. That's the point. He didn't just talk about it, but he was also putting yeah. it into it. Well, it would sound better if you put that instrument in that song or in that piece of music. And uh, you could really like mix it up and do some... No, he just created music. Yeah. So the process of creation, the, you know, I did something, I made something. Uh, that's where I would put the hard work in. Yeah, but still... Even if somebody is like now writing an essay writing. or a book, whatever, yeah, you know, but it is. You wouldn't automatically say that he's genius by now putting the effort into it, but rather, the the end result still has to be great. Well, otherwise, if you wouldn't use the word genius. No, the point is, if you're a talented writer and you don't write, you know what's the point? Yeah, of course you can't be one. <sighs> And if you're talented in anything, but don't let it show in any way, then what's the point? And you can be a genius in, in, in but almost But I've any never area. used the word genius for somebody who just is having some ideas that he never puts out. Well... Would you ever use the word for somebody who's ever yeah, doing anything with it? Yeah, because certain people have the tendency to sound really intelligible. And have intelligent, a, yeah, exactly that word. And me showing off how not intelligent I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, they sound great and all that, you know, yeah, but, like you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Except when it comes to my area of expertise, yeah. which is not podcasting, by the way, but it's more of the, the IT nerdy stuff. And this is where I can show off, I guess, and, I and show my genius. But but um, you're showing it definitely. You're yeah, because of proving passion it. For it. And I think everyone who is I'm, I'm not a genius, but but I just like stuff. So, <coughs> but everyone who is passionate about um, his or her subject um, is, is going to produce and uh, something tangible. Yeah, yeah. I I still would like to interject that even if you have produce quite a lot and you've been diligent and whatnot 
it can be that your result might be less than average. Perfect. Yeah. You know, mm. some talent is used uh, is important, anyways. That's true. It's useful. But then maybe the next step would be listening to some constructive criticism and trying to improve it. Hmm. That would be something that I would like to, you know, contribute into this point. Oh, this is um, a because otherwise. You know, I'm sorry, but some people are never going to make it in certain areas. And it's maybe even smarter to find out where your talents lay mm -hmm. and where you can improve upon. Quite accidentally, the next point actually includes criticism. Okay. So, portray criticism, number 13, as positive. Positive criticism. You don't have to be used that heck nate term, okay, uh, constructive criticism, but you do have to believe in the concept. Heck nate term. Okay. Uh, I've never heard of heck nate, but I guess it's the same well used or often used term. Okay. But yeah, we believe in constructive criticism. Yeah, also we do. in um, uh, saying stuff from your perspective. The, the I perspective instead yes. of the you perspective instead of the you did that you did that wrong but rather I conceived the situation like this and now comes back to leadership like, talk and all the stuff that I I've know, learned I, like recently. I just received some contract, yeah. constructive criticism today It's, you did yes I did in a oh. sense because you know I was like on this moderating seminar okay. in a sense you know mm -hmm. And they told me, like, after telling me that you should be precise and quick in on the point. giving, yeah, on the point when mm. giving across some information, today I've kind of received the constructive criticism that I should rather be a little bit more elaborate and talk about my experiences. Be more talkative. And talkative. And, and, and here it comes, be more emotional. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> I know, yes, but actually, yes, yes, yes he interjected that. Of he course. used different words, but mm -hmm. that's pretty much what yeah. it came across to. It's like, and I was like, oh, I need to, oh, please, I have to be like, I don't want to be like, hug them in your mind, you know, open your arms and <sighs> hug the whole congregation. This is something that annoys me when they're doing it, you know, Hugging when other people. people are standing up there and talking this touchy feely stuff. Ah, I know. And then, and now, <laughs> getting the constructive criticism. But um, yeah, I'm pretty, Honey, pretty much too much to the point. Surely like to be hugged. So. I know. But even in words, they like to be. Mm. <sighs> yeah. So as far as point number thirteen goes, uh, we believe in that. We believe that you rather um, yes. tell others your wishes and what you like to, where you'd like to see the change rather than just, you know, blatantly accuse them of yes. misbehavior. And can I interject another example? Oh, please. Do. This is me not being on the point, by okay. the way. Just this, <laughs> this interesting example where I I called you. You were in Kassel okay. at that time. You, you weren't here. Mm -hmm. And I called you and I told you that when you said a certain thing mm -hmm. that I felt hurt yeah because a certain need wasn't met exactly which i couldn't say with a straight a face i'm sorry experiment I yes, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had to like my introduction to this whole speech was like can i mm -hmm. please do an experiment yeah yeah and then this and we did a certain it. need wasn't 
met mm -hmm. and I would like for you to future. do it in the future to change your kind of reaction mm -hmm. when I'm telling you of these kinds of things. That's right. And I think your reaction was very, very positive. Oh, okay. And That's I felt like, wow, Message this received. is actually working. <laughs> this is actually working. So and I it might... was a little bit funny though. Yeah, I wasn't so... Maybe it's a good thing to try this when it's not so serious, you know? And I think whatever you do, if you do it with humor, it comes across better. <laughs> it was this uh, idea of non-violent communication, if you ever want to Google it. Well, that's going to be hard for you then. <laughs> okay, now I kind of feel offended. Maybe I'm going to have to use non-violent communication right now. I, um, we, we really have to get into violent communication, though. No, it's not that bad. I've, I've, heard that. Still, I've never heard that before. That's what it's called, okay. by the way. That's good. And I used it and was non-violent, was it? I, I, I did not feel threatened. So okay, that's a good thing. Less than usual. And, and I felt like, <laughs> whoa, this this kind of idea, maybe it works. Okay. Actually, it's something I might use uh, more often. And maybe with a more straight face the next time. No, I think that was the, the, the icing on the cake. <laughs> yes. Number 14. Now I'm going to read it. Disassociate improvement from failure. Stop assuming that room for improvement translates into future uh, into failure. Mm -hmm. This is like I mean, this is duh. like so duh. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I, I, I guess if, um, if people if use it as um, an excuse. Becomes it became so you know we're a, um, a fault tolerant culture and we can you know you are feel free to to experiment and you know fall down. And make mistakes, and maybe it has been oversold in a way. I don't know. So the yeah, point then makes sense because it becomes um, kind of an excuse. And I'm just experimenting for being maybe an excuse for being lazy and making the same mistakes again. So yeah, I'm still trying and exercising. And I don't really care if I make a mistake or not. You know, from that kind of yeah. Point. But this is something that that I would rather call a um, a character issue. Depending on what kind of character traits that you have, mm. you might interpret any kind of criticism as something that you were a failure at. Mm. And then I wouldn't say that this is something that you would approach a life coach or career coach with, but rather maybe as mm. yeah, a therapist or whatever, because then this sounds like any kind of criticism you're going to take as some proof of yourself as being a failure well, like your self-worth is being one, attacked one thing i've got to say about this um, point is i never associated uh, improvement to failure oh um never ever so i'm that's the first thing that i first time i heard that you actually can associate that yeah, when, when I'm talking about improvement, at. no, I mean when you talk yeah. about improvement, you you think of failure. Yeah, in a sense, I did. Like, um, like even today, oh. I got this these kinds of suggestions, mm -hmm. and I felt like, okay, that's oh, like, 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 oh, like I did something wrong in the past. That's proof for me not doing it perfectly. Oh. I wanted to like this is something that probably is more a concern for people being. Um, more on the perfectionist's yeah, side, okay, you yeah. know, and I totally and that's, and therefore, stray far from yeah. that. <laughs> and this is not your okay, issue, no, I guess. Because, because I go from 
the baseline. And in the baseline, everything is just fine. Okay. Unless somebody says, well, that's a bad thing. No, 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 that's no. a bad thing. Oh. And if it's a bad thing, then I know, okay, I failed somewhere, you know, but clear. Then I'm gonna check, you know, we can do that. But if somebody says, well, we can improve that, I say, well, we're on a good level now, but if you can make it better, then, then yay. But okay. I would not associate you... it with being wrong at the time. It's just not, well, you can improve it. Okay, let's say my line of thinking is mm. always seeking for different ways of how to improve things. Yeah. But, but, and therefore, but do you go ahead and say everything is bad? And No, uh, the problem is just when somebody approaches me and says, this is what you should improve upon, mm. then I'm like, oh, I failed yeah, in thinking exactly. ahead and already at anticipating yeah. this kind of um, suggestion okay. for improvement. You so know? this point is actually for you. <clears throat> yeah, yeah? Sense it does. Improvement it's, doesn't mean yeah. you, you have to have failures from that, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is this is why I think so many times when we're talking about these kinds of issues, mm. that our different perspectives they add, like yeah. they um, make up complement each other. Oh yeah, yes. you complete me. <laughs> this sounds so <laughs> romantic, and I have to stop it. Okay. Take me to the corn. Okay, number fifteen. Provide regular opportunities for reflection. Oh, nice. Let students or your kids reflect on their learning at least once a day. Oh my god, this would be such a punishment for, for them. them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe for us too. I don't know. Reflect on how, the way you're learning. Um, learning at least once a day. Um, this is important for bosses. <laughs> Not once a day, but to get feedback in this, I know, to check if you're still on course or on par with your goals and KPIs and whatnot. Um, but having feedback is actually a really good thing. Yeah, but they're not even talking about feedback. It's more rather um, how you would reflect on your own performance and think about it. I mean... This is something where I think certain personalities are going to do anyways. You, you not, you're not going to have to tell them to reflect on their own performance, but mm. rather they're going to reflect on it by themselves without you encouraging it. And yeah, but, but again, if you want to provide regular <coughs> opportunities, it kind of means this is a feedback now. Yeah, I would love that. But so many times people aren't doing that. Well, just no. today you got a little bit of feedback, I guess. I did. And feedback can be really, now from my perspective, really exhausting. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, you elaborate. To, oh, well, like the, the, the training courses that I have for leadership. Oh, and yeah. those years, It's all about feedback. And they look at you for 30 minutes or an hour, really, you know, and then they detailing what you could have done better. And everything. That's nice feedback, of course, and where your weaknesses are, and yada, yada, yada. And it's important, I get it. Um, but but it's exhausting just... because it feels so, oh man, I have to, and I always have to think about myself and where my learning areas, and I have to present myself, and so much about me where I just go, bah. You know, it's exhausting to think about me all the time. But then let me just give you the opposite kind of way, because the kind of feedback that I got was very contrary if i would if i was to reflect on the reaction of others like how can i improve my input towards the people that i'm serving mm -hmm. then i'm getting the kind of feedback where one person is saying it's 
perfect. I love it. I love when you're there, your input. I, I always learn something and so on. And then another person is saying, you know, whatever you're doing, it's actually um, a waste of time. Mm -hmm. And I would prefer for you not to do it at all. Mm -hmm. And then I'm <laughs> somewhere in, but not, in the middle. Not, not because of the way you're doing it, just no, because no. of the thing because itself. Because they're just saying... So you're it's not, not the, feedback the kind of for thing. you, it's feedback for organization. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It yeah. is. And, and, but that's, still, gotta, I mean, it, it's not very validating for me, in a sense. I mean, if I'm doing it and they're saying, you know, what you're doing is in vain. It's not you that came up with the idea of having a whole moderator, an MC, you know. Yeah, but it's still very hard to see it as a positive input, you know. Mm. And then, I don't know. It seems it, like when whenever thinking when you're thinking about these kinds of things, um, when you're serving other people and you're getting feedback from them, it's very important to get some wisdom because otherwise you're going to be torn so many times. You're going to be pulled in many different directions. And then when you get the good feedback, you're like, yes, I'm right on the right track. And somebody is like condemning everything you do. Then you feel like a failure and you're burying yourself no. figuratively well, well here's an example in my leadership exams or well whatever training lessons um, after one particular one particular training lesson there's this woman train trainer some whatever mentor or whatever she came up and she said well in that situation she would really felt really threatened by me and um, the way oh, yeah. I talked to her was really uh, worrisome and uh, everything I did in that situation was was kind of you know, making a really bad atmosphere and Anxious, whatnot. Yeah. And then the other guy who was in the same room experienced the same um, situation. He went like 180 degree, like, no, I think he handled really well yeah. and with a, a lot of firmness and uh, was still polite and everything he did was really on track and this is how it should have been done. Oh, wow. So this is the feedback that I got from one situation, two people. Just okay. two opinions. Yeah. So you'll That's always have I mean. a multitude of I mean. opinions and, um, you know, see which glove fits, you know, in a way. And if, because I felt okay in that situation, I did not, the way she described it was like, what? Were we in the same room? Did we have the same conversation? Okay. And, and then, then yeah, my, I know, I know. my lucky stars, of course, the second trainer totally agreed with my, I didn't say anything, but he just, you know, confirmed what my feelings were. So mm -hmm. I was like, I okay. feel like we're, we're very much talking about feedback as a topic. Yeah. And that is something that, like, when we're talking about our kids and mm. their school performance as an example, mm. then they're always going to get uh, just one side from their teacher as a feedback, like in, in form of a grade. For example, that's a pretty right? instant feedback. Yeah. Most of the time, and if the grade is bad, they know they probably should improve upon. They should learn more, or they should Show speak whatever. the language of the teacher, whatever. Yeah, you know. But at certain times, it might be the case that there is a teacher who doesn't like them. For example, for whatever character traits that they have, mm -hmm. and this is where I would love for us as parents. To be able to see the kid and also be able to kind of already anticipate or know how to evaluate that kind of situation mm. rather than putting more pressure on the kid when in reality there is it's just the teacher who doesn't like them for whatever mm -hmm. reason you know 
And in other situations where you would actually see, you know what, the teacher might be right and you actually do have to improve and study more. And this is where I think you need quite a bit of wisdom in order to be able to um, like separate those hmm? yeah and support your child well easiest thing then of course in school is just get the teacher to like you bring an apple you know do whatever it takes you didn't even (laughs) have to take an effort for that well i did it was just your character whatever well i still did have to convince teachers you know that i was worth getting the better grade instead of the lower grade oh actually there was one teacher who didn't like you right yeah yeah it was french of course French class. Very funny, honey. (coughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's continue. Number 16. Place effort before talent. How many times have we been talking about this? I have no idea, but... I I think we have been talking about this in many different other ways. little talent, there's going to be a lot of effort. Right? (laughs) You know, praising talent, I mean, this is something like... You know, praising a very beautiful person. Oh, you're so beautiful. And then they're like, yeah, feel validated. It's great to hear that. But then, I, I don't know. But how can you praise a person for hard work? It's like, ooh, you got nice muscles. <laughs> I know. Uh, the mascara you put on was... Well placed. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't put it on your nose. So, yeah, it's great. I don't know. Um, that, that's beauty, but uh, I agree. Effort should be m- of more course. rewarded. Yeah, I mean this is also so duh. Yeah, but <laughs> also be wary uh, of putting too much effort into you know into uh, the specific, wrong kind. Yeah, a specific Ooh, yeah. area where you just got no skill at all. Yeah, this is the no. If you're not a soccer player, you probably can put a lot of effort in it and still not gonna become a good soccer player. No matter how yeah. much effort you put in it. So maybe your effort is better spent at being a rugby player. An example. Yes. For example. But this is actually a very good point. Because so many times um, kids are being told to focus on their area of weakness. Mm-hmm. When, especially if it's one of the, like the main, top, um, main subjects mm-hmm. that we have. Like our main subjects are uh, German. math, German, English and... Whatever second Latin language you or whatever, yeah. yeah, whatever second language you have. And if you're failing in one of them, you're very much encouraged to improve upon this and really, really take an effort to be better at this. And I th- still think that you can be better at it, um, no matter the, the grade of talent that you have. Mm. But at some point, yeah, it would be a very encourageable thing to find out where your strengths are. Especially when I've been thinking about this um, dance show that I've been watching. I don't know. The talenting show, yeah. The, it was English a talent show. dance or American I, I, dance, whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I have to admit, I don't know the names of these kinds of shows. Yeah, most, some, some of the time of I don't watch them. They dance and it's a star show. And whatever. when they were uh, applying yeah. in order to be on the show, yeah. oh my, yes, there were some people where you're like... Mm. Why didn't anybody tell you that you should never, ever, ever, ever be on this dance show? Or have you ever watched the show? Do you know what kind of level of well, talent I there is? I guess the the technical require? term that you're looking for is called overconfidence. Whoa! Yeah, this is I mean, a painful thing. If if, <laughs> if I mean, we want to encourage our kids, but if they end up 
being one of those people mm -hmm. who think they can participate in a show like that mm -hmm. without having any talent, mm -hmm. then I'm like, you can work as hard as you want on this, but mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Why hasn't anybody told you? Well, happens. Overconfident parents, maybe. Yeah. Okay. The next one, we're going to read Highlight it. the relationship between learning and brain training. The brain is like a muscle that needs to be worked out, just like the body. So I guess me, I'm more in the brain muscle territory then, maybe? <laughs> What are you talking about? There was a skeptical glance over there, okay. So, because it's definitely not the body. <laughs> no, it's, it's the brain muscle being trained, you know, yeah. by feeding it information, yeah. learning new stuff. You're saying I'm dumb. No, I'm, I'm just showing off how, how intelligent I am. Yes, how, I how can you ever put it on you then? Of course I'm not. Um, no, what? Well, no, uh, yeah. yeah oh. I mean, you're very smart and I appreciate your brain training, whatever Thank you is. so much for Especially that. Especially in form of computer games, video There games, you go. Whatever. That's a specific form of training. Unfortunately, this point, I so many times I've heard it's been... Um, how, how do you say that? Um It, it hasn't been able to be proven. Mm, yeah, there are studies any for of, and against. Especially like I've heard all these um, interviews like on people that are um, studying the phenomenon of like, the illness of dementia and Alzheimer's and mm -hmm. um, other brain um, degenerative diseases. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to figure out how to improve uh, how your to brain. stop it how to make, mm. and one of the main things that they actually found out is actually that physical exercise is helping on your brain not degenerating as really? quickly as it should huh. or as quickly as it could that's why you know? i keep forgetting names maybe i should do more exercise then yeah Whatever. I, I mean, you might not be at that age yet, but I'm, I'm just saying that that's the only thing that they could find out so many times I've heard of this. Um, I don't know that this whole thing, this idea of brain training, and then there are certain apps that are yeah, the brain kind of yeah, promising you to get a better brain or better cognitive still, skills or whatever. They don't really work. I mean, they can help that you get better at that whatever you're doing, if it's like a maze that you're going through, whatever mm. kind of game that you're playing there, you can get better at those kinds of things or pattern recognition in like when you're mm. recognizing number patterns or whatever. You I, can I get better at that. that. Do you remember I did try it on the Wii, Nintendo Wii? A um, couple of years, uh, really, quite some years back, I did those brain thing a couple of times, you know. Oh, yeah, I, I don't remember them so you well. You don't remember Sorry. Them? I okay, remember we did them at the score, the, and, and, and yeah. uh, our son, I think he was like four, five years old, Yeah, he did them as well, and he was quite good at it, too. Yeah, he was quite good at it. Remember? But I don't think he was so good because he was training it, but he just had that skill. Oh. And the especially, like, he already had, like, this pattern recognition ability when exactly. he was very young like when he was two years old he was already sorting, sorting his mm. uh, trains and cars whatever yeah. and he was there was his main, patterns on main play his, style yeah it's kind of weird play. I, don't know, i thought like he's an autistic <laughs> child at that time <laughs> it was weird i mean no kid was playing like him doing these patterns on oh, well. the street and whatever i don't know but uh, i'm just saying You can do the brain training. Probably it's not a bad thing, mm -hmm. but don't put too much hope in it because I've heard so many experts talking about this in a rather 
hopeless sense. Mm. No, let's say not hopeless, but they're not. It's not as efficient yeah. as it's made up. Actually, you know what? Funny, if we could endorse an app or program and we get money for it, we would, right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah of okay. course, because <laughs> we don't we don't have any apps now to endorse. Just thinking not about really. it. Not really. Okay, not, not yet aspect. anyway. But then I would go back and say that if they're talking about if they're distinguishing between learning and brain training, I'd always say you know there's more efficient ways of how to study your stuff rather than learning by heart, mm-hmm. like strictly by heart. You can use different learning techniques, mm-hmm. but that's different from brain that's, training. That's you know? more like helping you to remember. Yeah. Number 18, cultivate grit. Mm. Students with that extra bit of determination will be more likely to seek approval from themselves rather than others. Hmm. So, do you think I got a lot of grit? (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, no. Yes, you do when it comes to your work, actually. And you know that there is many people being dependent on you. Hmm. It's amazing what you can pull off then. Like, all-nighters... searching like a crazy maniac person on the internet to find answers to this like to get the solution to that problem yeah. yes you have grit when it comes to yeah, that area. and, and I've, I've, I've got to admit it only that particular area yes. most like all computer games as well i can play computer games on the most difficult level just because you know i want to yeah beat it yeah in a way <laughs> so that's grit but i guess the totally unusable way for for everyday life um, for no, IT when, stuff, when it, comes to it your works job, because it's, it's not. I don't want to improve others. That's really not my first. Um, my, my my motivation is not like here. This is how, not how a, great no, I am. Approval seeking. I, I totally don't care about the others' approval. I I care about you know Being getting best. No, even <laughs> that. <know>. Just <laughs> getting things done, and then being the best. Though, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a nice afterthought. But in, in that moment, in that particular instance, you know, where I really have to crack a case or, you know, to do, do, solve the IT issue at hand, um, I, I guess I can show grit. In other areas, totally absent of grittiness. <laughs> yeah, got to admit that as well. This is yeah, where you show the- actually uh, way more grit. Like in, in your exercise, you know, that you do every day. Yeah. Um, Almost. And, and, and try. Five days a week. Uh, uh, every sorry, day. five only days. Five. Oh, only yeah. five days. I, know. I <laughs> yeah. have. I, I guess your, your grittiness went down a I notch. Know, I'm okay. Sorry. It's not, no longer twice a day, right? Mm-hmm. Rarely. <laughs> well, whatever. But, but for 10 or maybe 12 straight years, you've been doing that. And. Um, that's a sign of grit. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, my body is telling me if I'm not doing things, um, like getting back. And again, stuff, it's, you, it's, know. you don't um, seek approval from others. No, no, not at all. No, I, I even want to hide it. I, I even don't want to talk about it. That's, that's, that's not why healthy. I always feel it's that's kind of, not healthy either, honey. Why? You have a right to show everyone how strong you are. You're crazy. And don't be ashamed of that. Uh. <laughs> no. I don't know. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like... Uh, oh, oh here, here's a side comment. I mean, this is maybe not really... That's more of a um, marriage kind of thing. But I like to brag with my wife. And I think husbands should brag with their wives every now and then. You know? Well, 
Otherwise, I'm kind of invisible, rather, <laughs> maybe. I well, don't know. that's because you stay at home and watch the kids while I go other places. Or I stay home, you go other places. But um, yeah, whenever you get the chance, rare. guys, and not in a creepy kind of way, um, it feels good to brag about your wife. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm just wondering, how can you cultivate grit in your kids? I mean, that would be something like <sighs> taking... This is one thing where, actually, I... I I think I talked about it with our oldest mm. because um, we've been talking about older times like how did kids live in 100 years ago for example mm. and of course for them it sounds horrible like they had to work mm -hmm. they had long days they had to help on the um, farm fields on the farms mm. and you know tender to manual labor animals and yeah do quite a lot of things and then of course he felt like the, that must have been a really really hard kind of way of living your life mm -hmm. and then i also told him you know what but actually these are kind of abilities that actually anybody needs because so many times well i felt like it it's like my, my personal experience when getting into adult life and having to work full days like from okay, it's not that horrible by the way like from eight to five wasn't so bad mm -hmm. for most people maybe mm -hmm. but for me it was a sacrifice because before that i only had to go to school like until midday and maybe study afterwards but yeah. i i loved it more to study at home without having other people supervising me or whatever. I don't mm. know. It, 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 maybe it was the same time, but it still felt like a sacrifice. And mm. even though I was working on the side, especially when we got our first son, our first kid, it was like this whole, uh, th this free time that we used to have, it died off in an instant. Mm -hmm. There was no free, like even your night, we were sacrificed. Like I was especially sacrificing right in the beginning. It mm. felt like, my whole life died in a sense because I didn't have any control over it any longer. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like with our kids, in order for them to have a healthy grown-up life, we'd have to f um, create artificial barriers mm -hmm. and tell them, you know what, you cannot have it because otherwise you're going to have a difficult life or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, we are withholding things um, like let's say entertainment or whatever in order for them to do their homework or whatever mm -hmm. which is fine but in some other areas i feel like um we almost have to tell them you know what you should physically exercise for example mm -hmm. without any meaning behind it i mean like in past times when they were working on the farm it actually had a purpose and now it's just yeah jump around on the place or mm. in this uh, i don't know kick that ball for no reason other than it's good for your body i mean this is like an artificial way of i don't know enforcing healthy <laughs> it's uh, kinda... <laughs> health <coughs> introduction to a healthy living yeah mm. yeah it's weird isn't it mm. and he also felt like it yeah it made more sense to actually work on the farm well, for example since we, we were instilling the information information age you know it's um it changed it's more the head less the body yeah but the head is going to deteriorate 
earlier if you don't work your body. Yeah, but that's, been that's about after earlier. being across to a 13-year-old. You know, way if you don't start I now know. in 60 or 70 years, you know what's going to happen to your brain? No, we don't either because who knows what's going to happen. No. no, actually, we do know that no, you, you can have like meta studies yeah. on people mm. who are exercising rather than those who don't and look mm. at their brains. Mm-hmm. There, yeah, mm. there has been studies it, done. If you are happy enough, there's no war coming in or another disease is going to catch you away or another yeah. catastrophe yeah. is going to come yeah. and, you know, yeah. global warming and all the likes, you know. Oh, if yeah. that doesn't happen, then yeah, you better educate yourself about getting a healthy lifestyle. I'm so sorry. We're, we're kind of uh, like sidelining. <laughs> a little time. bit, a little bit, but a little it's still bit. interesting. I think mm-hmm. number nineteen: abandon the image. The image. Okay. Yeah. Naturally smart sounds just about as believable as spontaneous generation. Mm-hmm. You won't achieve the image if you're not ready for the work. It's again with the work. I guess um, the writer of this article has to do with a lot of lazy students. I guess, right? Yeah, and actually, I don't. Yeah, it's it's just a different way of saying that. Yeah, actually, you should work hard. In a sense. Yeah, it's basically that. Work hard. Number twenty is the same thing. <laughs> Use the word yet. Dweck okay, says, ha- "Whoever Dweck is, you probably know him." It's another yeah, podcast Carol Dweck. That... I've been talking about her all the time. No. Yes, I've told her you about. Talked about I've... Peter a lot. No. Uh, yes, and and very few women. Carol Dweck. Nope. Yes, I no. told you even the last time, mm. which is two weeks ago, which you can't remember <laughs> anymore, and partly I don't, mm. I told you about her. Maybe, but maybe not. Okay, continue. <laughs> so Carol, or Mrs. Dweck, says that not yet has come one of her favorite phrases. Whenever you see the students struggling with a task, just tell them they haven't mastered it yet. Okay, let us say, I think this is something that we're actually doing quite a bit with our kids. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Whenever, because they like saying, I can't do this. Are we doing it or not this. yet doing it? <laughs> we are doing it. Okay. I mean, we're saying the word not yet. Because I think maybe the kids have a little tendency from you and mm-hmm. not wanting to do the effort thing mm-hmm. you know you think the thing that they don't like doing mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have to tell them again and again not yet might be difficult now but if you keep on doing it you can do it yeah we do we did that a yeah, couple we did of it times. Several times yeah yeah you're right and we use that as well so and we're gonna have to continue doing it thank you carol Dweck. yeah um for example we do this in you know, whenever they cannot master um, a certain math problem, or and I keep rem- I know what we what we're trying to do is like you remember when you studied Minecraft and you did all the things that you didn't know how okay, to craft I don't use that table. example, but you no, do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> and you didn't know how to you know create this and that and this, but you learned. You picked it up, and uh, you couldn't from the beginning, not 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 yet, but you can now. Yes. As um yeah, sometimes. Sometimes things take an effort, and once you once you've got it, mm-hmm. you know you're there. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is an example I like to use because everything is possible it. in Minecraft, obviously, um, just not in real life. Sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. Learn from other people's mistakes. Five mistakes mankind made. 
I know that's yeah. That's not <laughs> something that you're gonna have to it's learn no, from. That's a, a pretty. It's not always wise to pretty compare good yourself sermon. to others. We can endorse that, right? Yes. Steve. Stephen Hill. Stephen Hill. Yeah. yeah Stephen Hill. Yeah. It was funny. He was talking about this, but um, yeah, talking about other people's mistakes. This is something like a basic kind of principle well, that well, you also use in the Bible. Like when you go to church <gasps> and whatever, and you're talking about negative. Okay. Like. Some mistakes that people made yeah it's always being used as a example of what not to do okay so don't climb on your rooftops and use binoculars right by the way no so i just had to think about uh this psychologist talking about these kind of sitcoms and that some of them are so popular because people like watching them in order to feel um better about themselves yes better about themselves mm. Because, like, yeah, there's more messed up people out there somewhere in that At least fictional way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the subtext of that point is um, it's not always wise to compare yourself to others, but it is important to realize that humans share the same weaknesses. Yeah. Mm. You can continue with number 22 because okay. it's all... Make a new goal for every goal accomplished. Well, that's very leadershipy of you. You'll never be done learning, okay? Just because your midterm exam is over doesn't mean you should stop being interested in the subject. Okay, stop. Really? Now, for parenting, you don't really have to find new goals, I think, because life is changing all the time at that age that you don't really have to search for new goals. I, I'd I say every birthday we celebrate is kind of a goal that we achieve, you know? No. They're still yeah, alive. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so hard. I mean, hey. Well, it's one goal, right? You no, know? it's not. No. No, but I'm, I'm saying that, like, especially with our oldest right now, mm. he's struggling at school. Is and he? he actually has to take an effort in order not to having not to have change changed schools, schools mm. you know? And if he can stay at that school that's an accomplishment but he have to keep fighting he have to well, keep so learning far, so far he's really on the edge and so far he's been winning gotta say as much it's really on the not really the knife's edge if you want to dramatically you know overplay it a little bit um but yeah he has to keep on fighting for the school that he's in right now and it's not going to be an easy struggle. And I don't think we're going to have to create more obstacles for him or new goals for him. And also for the other kids. I mean, there's they also have their challenges but in we school. We don't have any like leadership goals that we can measure and any KPIs. We don't have that. For okay, you don't have to implement that here at the family just because but you're talking about could this we work. You could. And I think... Would it be fun or would it be, be something... Worth thinking your kids about? With. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like um, you have not met the KPI score of having a clean room eighty percent of the month. So we're gonna ground you for what two weeks. What is KPI? Can you um, Key performance indicator. Yeah, there you are. Okay, so but if we could do that with family life, I mean, we did some other stuff that it comes from my leadership seminars as well. We, maybe there's some merit to it we can do an, another we should, experiment we should do a podcast about yes. that and thinking about KPIs that you can do with your kids and goals that they have to achieve and how you can manage them to you know get there yeah, it, it sounds like you're misusing them for your own <laughs> totally purposes. it would be funny yes. like find a new friend like in, in three months because you, you could measure you know awesome awesome yeah 
Yeah. Number twenty three. Yeah. Take risks in the company of others. Stop trying to save face all the time and just let yourself goof up now and then. It will make it easier to take risks in the future. Ooh, that's gonna be hard for you, right? I'm just thinking about. Hey, let's do this um, for kids who are right at, like, who are just starting puberty. That's gonna be great. Mm. Please embarrass yourself right in front of your friends. Yeah, that would be awesome because then you're gonna feel more secure. Yay! Well, you could start with some something really shocking like undress in front of class. Yeah, let your dreams come true. You know, like this is like the, yeah. the typical uh, nightmare. Exactly. That kids have. So if you if you do that, there's nothing more horrible can happen. There's is, there's little <laughs> that can top that. So you already kind of reach <laughs> you kind of reach the top with that. <laughs> maybe maybe gonna, that's good advice. We're really not helping now. <laughs> no. We're really not. No, I, I think it'd be funny though. <laughs> I'm gonna ask uh, our oldest uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Let's see what he says. <laughs> oh, be a horrible parent. Yeah, because when yes. you've been there, you know what. You know you can do anything basically, right? <laughs> It's got free. I mean, what's gonna? Yeah, especially now, now nowadays, you know, yeah. everyone's gonna have a smartphone and take pictures. I mean, it's probably. gonna be even more horrible. You probably. know, not just that moment. You're gonna relive it our whole lives. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But awesome. he took a risk. In the company, <laughs> yeah. let yourself goof, goof up now and then. Oh dear. Okay. I'm a 24. <laughs> oh, our kids are gonna be. They must be so sorry to have us as parents. Oh well. Think. I, at least we're having fun, right? Oh, we are. Yeah. So think realistically about time and efforts. It takes time to learn. Don't expect to master every topic under the sun in one sitting. Well. That has been said in, I don't know, 23 other points before. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we can Sometimes again back with the KPIs, you know, because time and effort, that's how you measure maybe the fulfillment of a KPI and how much you've got. You're very do. much in your leadership. Um, yeah, but you could mindset. actually this, we're gonna, maybe we're gonna do a podcast about that. We're gonna try this out. Do you know, maybe you can take me as a, an, Meerschweinchen, uh, guinea pig. Guinea pig, yeah, you know. Nah, but um, that's kind of hard. I mean, how can I put your goals and, and define goals for you and measure them? I have to ramble more, apparently. <laughs> you have yeah. to ramble walking. Your yeah. rambliness is now at 10%, maybe. But how can I measure that? I have to go up to 90% or something. Okay, but how can I measure that? And that's the most important thing about goals. How can you measure them? In um, asking the pastors about how happy they are so about their, their my rambling. feedback, yes. maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Can Did she ramble thing? enough? Yes or no? And if you get like four consecutive uh, yes answers from them, yes. then you're on the right track. So that's your goal. But you know, the funny thing is, like, I actually got feedback from some people telling me that they liked me being so precise and not rambling so yeah. much as some pastors do so he, he, here we go do you want it to put it in as a goal yes or no i don't know you don't know do i want to please the pastors or do i want to please someone? you want to please the crowd honey the crowd the crowd can, can i please myself by the way <laughs> now this is getting funny okay, okay. let's go for the next point <laughs> last one that kind of phrase yes. as well 25 take ownership over your attitude 
Once you develop a growth mindset, <laughs> own it. Own it. See, <laughs> I'm talking about myself. Yes, Again. please myself. Please stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, Acknowledge good. yourself as someone who possesses a growth mentality and be proud to let it guide you throughout your educational career or your whatever career that you choose. Well, I'd, I'd have to... I'm going to ask, how does it look if you don't have ownership over your attitude? I mean, how, how does that work? It's like, yeah, I've got this attitude, but it's not really mine because um, somebody else told me I have to be this way, right? I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know. That, that's... To me, know. it sounds more like this is a phrase you can put out there and put on a poster and then let it hang there and nobody ever reads it again. By the way, um, um, no, this kind of tells me that I've told you about Asian people, like Asian people in America so many times, they, they are pretty successful. But if you would ask them about their self-esteem, most of the time there it's not that high, mm -hmm. you know, because probably from their family they get told you're going to have to have straight A's the path you don't, is set yeah. you know, like the, the level is mm. set up very very high mm. but in general they always do very very good and that self that suicide rate that some people are talking about mm. that's way exaggerated as far as I know like South Korea doesn't have the highest suicide no, rate no I'm talking about Asians in America not oh, about okay yeah you know because they kind of do they're in the top Three, they're, they're doing pretty well in America because... Because they're not in South Korea. Wow, that's a good point. Yeah. And okay. not, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and um, they might not know how well they're doing at the moment or mm. not immediately, but the results speak for themselves. And most of the time, they're actually doing quite well. Mm -hmm. And with time, they, um, they know mm. that they're good. Okay. You know, and it's okay. That's okay. So, just to confirm my earlier made statement, there South Korea is on place number four on World War Suicides. Wow. No, yeah, I'm not talking about South Korea in uh, in South Korea. I'm okay. About, yeah. That's good. <clears throat> yeah. So, thank you, Sarah Briggs. I mean, I don't have anything to add to that point because it's, to me it's more like blah 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 blah. blah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. yeah, and it's been long enough. I mean, and we've been laughing and rambling enough. True, I think. true. Yes, I hope, Aaron, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much yeah. for listening. We really love your feedback on that. <laughs> and that you keep writing me. Thank you so much. And okay, and we just wanted to say a good evening, good night, and thank you, Zaga Briggs, for um, giving us 25 points to talk about. Yes, thank you very much. Even though you were repeating yourself many, many times. Yeah, that's okay because you know you when you talk, you can form your sentences and everything. So that's all well considered. And rambling is a good thing. And OpenColleges.adu.au probably has a lot of uh, other good stuff. So we endorse that yes. without getting money, though. Yeah, we don't. Okay. okay. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>